The deer has put its faith in me, just as a good man who has a natural interest in good behavior forgets the misbehavior of a cunning friend and puts his faith in him. Although I have proved faithless, will this deer return and place its faith in me? Report, Varnaraj was very noble and exalted, and therefore when the deer was absent from him, he thought himself unworthy to give it protection. Due to his attachment for the animal, he thought that the animal was as noble and exalted as he himself was. According to the logic of Atmavan, Manyateti Jagat, everyone thinks of others according to his own position. Therefore, Maharaj Bharata felt that the deer had left him due to his negligence, and that due to the animal's noble heart, it would again return. That was 15 and 16. So, let's uh, end the translation purport of Srimad Bhagavatam, 5th canto, 8th chapter, 15th and 16th verse, by a translation purport by His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Sayyidhova. Srimad Bhagavad by Lord uh, Vyasadeva in the matter of the character of Bharata Maharaj. So, describing the symptom before in the previous verse, it said that Bharata Maharaj would do his pujas and rituals and meditation sometimes. He would interrupt just to see is the deer all right? Where was the deer? So this way, he would be thinking a lot about the deer spontaneously, giving his blessings to the deer sometimes. So what was happening was that gradually the attachment which was supposed to be transferred to Krishna was being transferred to the deer. He had so many attachments as an emperor. He was the emperor of the entire world. He had his uh, queen, he had his children, he had his kingdom, he had so many things. He left that all for meditating on Krishna and becoming fully Krishna conscious. And then without uh, his uh, awareness, is becoming attached to this deer. It shows us how Maya is so strong, how we can get detached or attached in different ways. Especially since he was Renouncing everything, it was the most inappropriate. It's one thing if he was a young uh, grihasta, just getting married, and okay, he'd be attached to his wife and family, and husband and family, whatever, depending if it was a lady. But the, the point is that he's already advanced in age, and he's designed, 
himself to renounce everything. And he is living in his hermitage in the side of a river in the forest. And instead, uh, he gets attached to the fear. So his attachment is coming very spontaneously. What's the deer doing? Where's the deer? Sometimes the deer doesn't come, and then he's lamenting all that happened to the deer. Maybe it's because of my bad behavior, he put faith in me, and I didn't properly take care of it. The deer getting a bit over, it's like really over. <laughs> over the hill, over the top, over the, what was needed. Babies are very enchanting, and even the baby animals. You see baby cats are so cute, baby foes, so foes. Somehow the deer, the deer really accepted him like a parent because the deer's mother had died. So then this natural kind of bonding had developed which is very beautiful, very much in the more of goodness and some respect. Probably very enchanting for modern, these some certain types of modern middle-aged people. <clears throat> but uh, from the strict spiritual point of view, it was a fallen. Laws of karma are very strict. Whatever we get attached to that leads us to our next birth. So because he got attached to the deer, his next birth he became a deer. So I mentioned what happened. So how all that happened, let's explain here. You can see it was it was a really deep kind of attachment was developing. It was an emotional involvement with his deer. It wasn't just a, a casual, okay, let's take care of the deer, let's help us. That's how it started, but then it developed. So how it's developing, how we got so much involved with this deer. So that at the time of death, instead of thinking about Krishna, he thought about the deer. What are we going to think about at the time of death? That's what destination again. So I get no he's preparing himself, he wants to prepare himself for a death so he can be completely focused on Krishna and Prabhupada. And so he's he changed the gears and everything. So that now he's just fixed, fixed on, on Krishna. <laughs> there was uh, one of my godbrothers, he said he went to see his father who was on the deathbed and all the relatives were there, everybody's crying, Daddy, 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 Daddy. <laughs> and uh, he said, don't worry, don't worry, and, uh, you take care of the dogs, you take care of the cats, and you take care of this, and you get, you know, everything will be all right, you know. And uh, so he's like completely thinking about all the things. Uh, and then uh, I got my godbrother, he thought, I gotta help my father just a little bit. Try to help him. 
So I asked everyone, give me five minutes alone with my dad. Just once in my life, about five minutes alone. I talked to him with my last hand. So the guy came out. Then he told him, look at dad, you're not going to die. You're eternal. You're the soul just wants to chant this prayer with me. It's for a blessing for you. And you have to chant Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. And for a minute, the father was like, uh, all the stress went away. He came back, it's really, I don't die. You just leave the bike explaining about reincarnation, just leaving. And uh, you can just think about. God at the time of death. But meanwhile, I was telling what's he doing? Maybe they're signing a will or, you know, taking all the inheritance and who knows, you know, all the time is like, pow, pow, pow. Hey, I'm talking about five minutes on him. So then they open the door. All the whole thing all over again. Everybody completely gets all stressed out. At least for one time, you can chant Hare Krishna. And so difficult. But at that moment, when leaving the body, everybody should be helping you remember Krishna. So the guy's remembering his cats and dogs, so that's very dangerous. People don't understand it. The laws. Yeah. 
being in that group, and we, we have a, it's very easy to live in a city in the modern world and be very secluded. Nobody knows what you're doing, nobody cares what you're doing, nobody, you know, you're just sitting all over the world. And the people, some people are committing suicide here in the West, too, in the middle of the city because they feel lonely. Right? It's a common that they feel lonely. There were millions of people there, nobody cares about anything. I was walking around to the house again, a seeker on the street in San Francisco. And then I, within about 40, 50 feet of me, some guy pulls out a gun and shoves it somebody else in the stomach and shoots him. I like this if you know, because some people in the United States walk by the guys lying in the yard. Nobody knows to help him. He was looking, you know, maybe he didn't help him. I don't know what they were doing. I was a distance. I was like, I said, some people walk by him. I just want to turn around and walk the way or something. I also didn't help him. I didn't know what to do. I was seeing all these people. Nobody helped him. Nobody did anything. At least in India, if somebody gets shot, people go and help him. Even in Iraq, when people would bomb, they would go to see what happened. We had another round, so then. The secondary. But yeah, in, in the West, you know, people have been noticing. I felt I took guilty for a while, and I didn't want to do it. What are you doing? So I was looking, just kind of walking around, kind of playing.
brought up you know, they brought up nature from the army. We had some lady from Panama. They had different people that brought you know the rest of the families of this now hospital. So it happened now, but we had to be something before you could do this now. We can encourage that we had groups. We had people preaching and having now hoppers. We can encourage them to invite their Western friends to reach out that way so that we can increase our our coverage to the Western people. There's different things that these two guys have been working. Sante Lama Sunday told me that her program, the, uh, she invited all the Western people, and all the British have to go and with all her babies. We sit there with the babies that come up to the world of time.
sick people today in the 2000s. They're looking to religion or to spiritual practices, not so much they're interested in a big institution anymore, they're interested in relationships. Previously, they would have liked something and developed like a relationship later, but now they want a relationship first, and then uh, if it fixed with them on the relationship side, and then go for the philosophy. So what happened is I heard it was, uh, I didn't see this, but someone told me that they did a poll of all the religions in uh, North America to study, and which had the best philosophy, the best answers to all the questions, and Hare Krishna was one of the top. And they did a study of which religions, you know, are known for being, you know, really healing friendly and nice and being the guests and, you know, little, you know, care. People here are very nice, so I think they're welcome to all your visitors and things. So I had this way down on the bottom. So these other groups were making people, I can say the best philosophy, I think they really answered the question. These are very trained up, like, uh, like uh, the airline or some other discussion, or smile at the people when they come, answer the phone, people call, just do all the material stuff really nice. Good people, you know, the see different. Well, this is part of our culture, a teaching that I am. We're supposed to anyway treat our guests as if they were incarnations of God. <laughs> because there's some history of Prana that sometimes Krishna came to somebody else's house in disguise as just an ordinary boat, and uh, just to see how they were uh, treated. And then later, when he was uh, treated this, this uh, person very nice hospitality, Transform this form and show you actual mind that's being tested the world. You never know. Who's coming in the dark? Saying it's this home is laying in all of the night. But anyway, that's the part of TT or I am or something like that that's referring to me. And now that's what Indian government. They're promoting and uh, for their tourism, the Atiti Narayan, the okay, this is our culture because the videos hate us for not treating their tourist nights. People live around, steal their days, you know, because like really, so people don't go to India because if you go to China, they treat you real nice, you don't know, they can't, you know. So now they're, they're, they're trying to train everybody, you know, treat the, they can put their simulation on. They got huge, the government puts billboards all over the country. Tourism, treat their guests nice, right, <coughs> and show them the variety of you know, Malaysian culture. This that they have the Malaysian tourism boards in the local language, so it's not for the tourists, but sometimes it's in other languages. So they can get the local people psyched up to treat the tourists nice because they're bringing the money. But now India's on a big campaign, it's like, it was even on the BBC and everything. It was on some in the newspapers. The new minister of tourism, some lady, I forget her name. She was able to bring up the tourism from 2 million to 3.5 million. It was almost like opening in one year. They invited all the big tourist agents and everyone to come and have a specific circle of meetings. 
they said, okay, the main thing, we were all, all you know, sharing the hotel and we, we like your thing, but we like your audio, but you're showing us the main problem is your infrastructure things, this and that things, that what it is. We need to see things from as somebody come in and do it like as if you were a guest. And then how what's your impression? I mean how do you come in? Okay, you see these you know, for, for us it's a we call these are worship meetings. The normal people come in and they just a little person they don't know someone has to guide them through it, explain that this is what they do now in the Vrindavan when they take people to the temple. It's like part of their balance of world tours, they the temple tour. They take them to Jagannath, Mahalo, Mahalo, Shandra, and Ashinadev, and the Liberty Family, Mahalo, Ashinadev, and Prabhupada. So, Kalani was saying how people see Prabhupada and his Vyasa, and they have a little bit, you know, because Americans and I just worship the human beings so much. Okay, the beauty part, some of the people that miss it. But when they got to see Prabhupada, they were like a little bit put off. And so what they did is they put down two displays of Prabhupada's books. They never have him Prabhupada, Prabhupada. So they put two displays of Prabhupada's books so they could relate that Prabhupada is giving all this knowledge. And then the people seem to think it much better about being proof for the source of all these books. I like to think that I'm going to show that actively thinking. What is the experience of the people when they visit the temple? The idea is the temple should be as a holy place, especially for all the congregation, for all the this is a this is a tirtha, it's a holy place. The people come here, they should have a tirtha experience. I think there are tirthas all over India, but the most wonderful experiences I had is where the priests they just are very uh, like lead you to the pujas. And when you go on the like, well, this year we went to North and the Ganges Puja, and all the priests, there's like special priests there that we want to do it on the Puja. We need every collaboration at the end of the day, but, you know, <clears throat> okay, so one place, they didn't ask for any donation. They just said that Varanasi wanted you to do it on the Puja yard, so you could guess, please come. And they had to sit down by the side of the Ganges. He had a parking Siddhartha Maharaj. And uh, so then I said, we take water in here and do the Santal Pahom, Brahmai, Yavarati, Ayodhya Mantari. And I went through the whole Santal Mantra, from Brahma down to the present Titi, the present name, Murta, and all, like, you know, rising sign and the constellation and everything. Today, we're going to do Gata Puja. Om Gata, Oh, I was like, wow, this is, 
Thank you for watching our videos. Be sure to subscribe to our channel. We publish new videos every day. And don't forget to like and share our channel.